Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Q from Outlanders of Utah podcast. Um, awesome episode. I want to thank Jacoba. I want to thank everybody that came out and uh, podcasted with us. It was a great topic. It was a great night, man. Great topics. Great fun. Um, we covered it all, man. And of course, we're going to bring you red pill. We're going to bring you black pill. But what we love to bring is the white pill. And this one really focuses on spirituality and uh, closer side of God, the universe, heaven, whatever you want to call it, the positive energy in life. It's what we strive to to work towards. And um, I mean, you're gonna see, you're gonna see, guys. I, at least I'm convinced that the opposition is looking at us, really, really fucking with us, or at least they want to try. Um, you guys gotta check out, like. Three minutes from the end, I think it's like two, two minutes and 53 seconds from the end. Some weird shit happens right at the very ending. I'm sorry, guys, if it kind of cuts off or we say we'll be back. But unfortunately, um, uh, we end the episode right there. But I think you guys are going to find it pretty awesome. Let us know if you hear anything else throughout the episode. And um, thank you. Hey, what's going on, guys? Outlanders of Utah podcast back again with another episode. Of course, we are all joined today. It's Q. It's your boy, David. You already know. Yo, what's up? It's Jacob from the Conspiritual Podcast. What's good? Joaquin, what's going on? Jacob. Yeah, we're back with another fucking banger, of course. Of course, we're going to be a little bit tipsy, but we... uh. We got a great one in store for you guys. I know not much has been happening as of late, or at least uh, what many of you know to be false, just shit into your face. So we're coming at you with another one. Uh, this one's gonna be a little, a little different. I just believe in the, uh, I just believe in the idea that you should know thy enemy. So that's why I wanna, I wanted to uh, kind of focus on the topics that we got today and. Um, Maybe just just uh, inform you guys because we were talking earlier. We were at the gym and uh, I heard the term before that knowledge begets evil. I forget what we were talking about that I was I was saying that it's not knowledge; it's knowledge without understanding. Yeah. Or discipline. That's what yeah. begets evil because evil deeds made with good intentions are common, <coughs> but they're still evil deeds. You know. So. Exactly, man. Yeah. It's like it's like having power without training to to hold it, you know? Mm-hmm. You just it giving, it, you. giving it freely, yeah. It, it it people will use it unwisely. Um niggas will always abuse abuse that power. Especially with no training at all. Yeah. I think do you really believe that's where evil stems from well i i i i i take a whole new look at what's what evil is and like like um jordan peterson like that video there's a video where he was talking about sin and he's like when you trace it back to like the hebrew sin basically he he's like imagine like a you're trying to shoot a bow and arrow it's like sin is like you you miss the mark. It's like you're shooting and you miss the mark. So that's like it goes back to the, like the what I was trying to talk to you guys about. It's like it's the difference between the spirit of the law and then like the the what is it the spirit of the law and then like the doctrine the doctrine of the law or something. You know, it's like it's it's knowing. I know that law and then it's and then there's a deeper higher understanding understanding it's like I know why that law is made and so the higher the higher road is like it's it's the same concept as like okay you're in the middle of the desert and you're driving and you and you pull up to a, a cross a intersection okay and there's a light and it's on red and you pull up and you stop and you're looking around, there's nobody in the dead of night. There's nobody. And now is it is it sin to go on red? 
that's, that's so and it's the thing that's the difference like you know the law the law is you don't go on red however the higher law is understanding why that law is there that law is there it's red to make sure that you look out and there's no other cars coming if there's no other cars coming then it's not a sin to go yeah. on red and that's what like that's what jordan peter said is like missing the mark is when niggas is trying to enforce the law mm-hmm. but they're not they they have no understanding of why the law is there so therefore what they're doing now is enforcing the law evilly because they missed the mark that's the generation of vipers bro the ones that put a doctrine of a of a man bro like the idea of a church or the the idea of something man built over what god healed that's exactly what happened in jesus's time the pharisees yeah on like the laws of the sabbath Mm -hmm. the laws of the sabbath were like oh you're like stupid laws like you're not on the sabbath you're not allowed to take more than 500 steps like stupid laws like that. Yeah. And that's like that's missing the mark, bro. Like the 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 Sabbath was the Sabbath it it went from you shouldn't work on the Sabbath to a hundred yeah. years later, it's like you can't take more than ten steps on the Sabbath. Or you can't work on the Sabbath. You can't feed your animals on the Sabbath. It like specific laws, you know yeah. it, it, that's what it came down to. Like no co- no coffee on the Sabbath day, for Mormons at least. For Mormons, yeah, it's like it's like no, no coffee, and and that's the thing is like I ask you, you know, is 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 consuming caffeine is that a sin? No. Or are you missing the mark, right? The mark is like the whole thing. If you were the to ask Mormons, if you were to, if you were to ask Mormons why why shouldn't you take caffeine? Some will say, well, it's because it's the law. And then some will say, well, it's because being addicted to anything is bad. And that's the right answer. Yeah. That's the right answer. It's, it's good in being, moderation. It's yes. Good you, yeah. Coffee in moderation is good, you know? But, like, if you depend on it, if your whole life or identity depends on coffee, like, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> You're you need to build substance to yourself, right. man. It's like don't so, get, don't fall into a trap. Yeah, that's what I think sin is, man. Is missing the mark. Is missing the understanding of, of why it's bad. If you if you can identify why it's bad, then you can avoid things, but still play within. You can still be free in a lot of ways. Basically, and it goes back to the it goes back to the light thing and and that and I think here in Utah that's become like it's become like a sub law it's like if you're at a stop sign uh, a red light and there's nobody around and the light still doesn't change red you're allowed legally to go after you have made sure there's nobody coming yeah treated like a stop sign right so yeah. it's just like you know that's like See, there there you go. That's what it is. That's the understanding of the law. So you're right, Q. It's like, that's where a lot of bad things come from, is like not understanding. Yeah, dude. And understanding is a mental thing. It goes, it delves into the realm of, uh, like it's higher than the first, second, third, fourth dimension. It goes into the realm of, thought and spirit yeah the mental space yeah it's deep dude do you think that is a dimension or yeah dude totally totally because the thing is like, <laughs> i talk to friends and stuff like i i know people who have been in prison for like numerous of years and when you're in prison the one thing that you realize is how powerful your mind is yeah because you can be locked up in like a five by six cell, whatever. However, if you close your eyes, you can be anywhere in the world. You could be doing anything if you could just imagine it. 
So yes, physically you could be locked up in a cell and encaged. However, your mind can be free and it can be anywhere and imagine any scenario you want. You can be in a different place. That's like the power of spirit. That's the power of the mental. That's what it's that's what it is, dude. That's that's the power of it, dude. Is mentally like and that's what it is, is everybody is mentally somewhere different on a different level, you know? And where conscious where global consciousness connects, that's where everybody's like on the same page. And where is everybody on the same page? Well, it's mostly related to stuff that is pushed out to us on social media, Netflix, HBO, right? Game of yeah. Thrones. They what is everybody talking form about? A collective at the, at control, collective right? consciousness, right? They're creating collective consciousness. So what does everybody talk about in the office? Oh, they talk about um, you know, Game of Thrones. They talk about uh the you know, the shows about love, you know, like um you know, the, the, the things that are happening currently that are being pushed through, it, it wouldn't exist if it weren't for media. Hmm. That kind of reality wouldn't exist if it weren't for media. Nobody would be talking about UFOs. Nobody would be talking about Ohio derailment. Nobody would be talking about Ukraine. Nobody would be talking about Russia. If we didn't have social media, it would just all be local. It would just be like, what's going on here in Utah? Q, what's up? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, what's going on? Oh, yeah, like, it's just local. Everything local. Yeah. So, in a way, that's a reality. But in a way, what it, what technology is doing, it's opening up. You can say portals or you can say realities. Whatever. It doesn't make a difference. It's opening up reality. Yeah, because we can reach parts it, of the it's world. Opening, uh, it's uh, it's opening up possibilities. Is that a bad thing? No, it's not. But it's, people it's have a to tool. It's all people have to take it. a step back and look at what technology is doing to us. Yeah. What it is doing to us. What is technology for us? Is it a crutch? Is it controlling us? Is it helping us? Like, what is it doing as a collective, you know? <coughs> I think people just need to take a step back and look at that, you know? I, I've heard a lot of people say that, hey, they're fine with taking a step back on technology. They're fine with going back to the 80s or 90s. I'm fine with that, too. I'm, I'm a 90s baby. I know what it was. It was a time where... It was a time where people were more connected, you know? You had friends. You would go out. It was like... It was like Stranger Things, you know, you had your clique, you take your bikes, you go riding, you go to the mall, you go fucking hang out, you know, it was more, it was a time without technology, so you had more time to do things, to go have fun, and the economy was better, because there wasn't so much inflation, I don't know, man, it was just better, dude, ask anybody, for me, the 90s, I love it, dude. If I could time travel back to a certain time in my life, it would probably be the beginning years of my high school, man. Yeah, dude. Would so, you, so would you say that life was easier then, right? Yes, there wasn't so much anxiety because technology creates anxiety. Why do you think that is? Uh, it creates anxiety because... So, like that one on, on Joe Rogan podcast, right? Like, um, they said, like, all right, they're talking to this one dude. And he's like, all right, ADHD, like, what is it? He's like, oh, it's like, oh, the one dude's like, oh, well, ADHD, bro. That's like, that's a diagnosis that, that people say that is bad. He's like, it's not bad. He's like, it, it's, a, it's a coping mechanism that is no longer working for that person. He's like, what it is, is like, it's a, it's like, in a situation, what can you do? You can either fight or flight, right? You can either fight and take on the challenge, or you can run away. He's like, but the guy said, what, what happens when you can't do either? 
he's like, oh shit. He's like, when you well, when you can't do either, you check out. He's like, yeah, you check out. That's ADHD. He's like, you can neither fight it or run from it. You're just fucking checked out. It's a coping mechanism that is no longer working for you. And then I've I've kind of learned that. And like, basically, what basically, what we have to be is in a constant state of motion forward. So we're, we we always need to be in a constant motion forward. That's why people say like, that's why people say we always, it's healthy to have a routine. You, know, you wake up, you take your coffee, or you work out, you get ready for work, you do your work, or you do scripture study, or you do something spiritual. You have a routine because because you're either taking on the challenge and moving forward or you're you're or you're you're running away from it which is depression too you're you're running depression is like you're living in the future you you, you know something's going to happen for me like my depression came from knowing the end the end of it all and so and so my mind, my body was just like, all right, well, I'm just in limbo right now. And, I, and, and it, it, it was in a dark place because it was in a place where when, when I was going through a divorce too as well. So I was in a state of nihilism, bro. I know it. And it was a dark place. It was a dark place, bro. It was a place where in my mind, like nothing, nothing mattered. Like I could... Nothing mattered. Like I can hurt somebody and it wouldn't change the outcome of what's going on in the world. I could save one kid and it wouldn't change the outcome of the world. It was like this nihilistic thinking of like, like nothing mattered. And it's dangerous because that is not the truth. I've learned over time. Like it's kind of like once you, you got to get passed through it. But that's why I think, I, I think Jess, dude, Jess is the one that showed me the light at the end of the tunnel, dude. She's the one that got me out of depression, bro. She's the one that showed me the opposite of nihilism. She showed me like everybody matters. Optimism. She, she, yeah, she showed me that like everything you do affects everything around you. And then I was like, oh, okay, like yeah, I, I know that you're that that's true. And then I started kind of getting out of it, and like, with uh, with the job at Copper Hills, man, I've totally seen it, bro. And then I'm like, oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure, dude. Like, I, kids are impressionable. Kids are at a fucking vulnerable age in that age where they're impressionable, dude. They're looking, they're looking up, they're gonna look up to anybody that is there. Unfortunately, that's what it is. It's like they will look up to any. Normally, it's like they look up to their father, to mother. But unfortunately, in this day and age, it's like they'll just look up to anybody that's there, because nobody is there for them, not their parents, nobody. So like that's what I learned, man. Is they're impressionable. It's like you can make an influence on these kids, like. You can teach them spiritual things. You can teach them it's better to be good. You can teach them it's better to be like high vibration, not lower vibration. And they do, dude. Like when you see them and they pick it up and you see them and dude, that's what it's all about, dude. Then then, then my eyes really opened and then I really, I, I, I learned, dude, like, fuck all that nihilism shit, dude. That's that's weak shit, dude. That's a it's an illusion and it's lies. It's lies because you do have the power to change anybody. Every the 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 opposite of nihilism is that, and I could didn't have a word to explain it, but it's like everybody's important. Everybody's has light. It's the way that God thinks. It's like every soul is precious in the eyes of you think about it like that and that's why it's like and then you see where he's coming from when he says like my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge you see why he says that and and that's coming out of it's coming out of a place out of love but out of sadness and grief because 
look at all the shit that's going on because of ignorance. Like, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of death, a lot of torture, a lot of killing, a lot of murder, a lot of lies, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. You know? It's like, dude, yeah, of course, bro, but... Yeah, man, the opposite, the opposite of nihilism is faith. It's like, it's, it's value. It's like knowing, it's like when I told you, like, kind of like, dude, I think mental illness, I think my theory of mental illness is that I think mental illness is when you don't know who you are, where you come from and what your purpose is. When you don't know those things, you can go crazy in this world. And it's like, dude, the thing is like, the thing is like, I I am, I, I like, I've been blessed with the knowledge of spirituality and the knowledge that I have of true reality. And like, it is sad, like, like it is sad, like getting to know people and they don't. They don't know why they're here. They don't know their purpose. But like you give them credit because they're still fighting. They're still living. Yeah. They're still trying. But you want to help them and shit too. But like it's a complicated game. Yeah, dude, it's a complicated game. Are we supposed to play it? What do you think? Or should we're we we're supposed to play it if you want to live. If you just simply want to live, you, you're going to play it. You have to play it. Otherwise, if you don't want to play it, then you're up for deletion. You can not exist. Not exist? Yeah. You can not Fuck exist. Fuck that, bro. Yeah. You can not exist if you don't want to play. That's what I think. Like, yo, everybody's playing, bro. It's, it's part of... It's, it's, it's what we call living. It's like, yeah, dude, you're playing... Uh, did we want to play? I don't know, dude. Cause I I do believe we had our minds erased. <laughs> I, I do believe that. Like when we came down, I do I think believe the next level is gonna be I, fucking I, dope. Bro. I do believe that too. I, I but I do believe that in a way we do we did have our minds erased, and you can call that being born in this world, you know. But I do, man, because there I do believe in a pre mortal life. There was, before Earth was created, before everybody was born, like, Let me there, ask you there was life. What, what makes you, in a different what's dimension. like the main propagator, I guess, that makes you believe? Is, is that considered a theory or, or what would you uh, say? It's, it's a theory, of course, because it cannot be proven. However, it's doctrinal because it is, it is doctrinal. There's, there's proof, there's evidence in Christian, Judeo, scripture. Uh, I don't know about any other kind of religious texts. I don't know if that's the case, pre-mortal life, but for sure in Christianity, it's it's definitely obvious. It's also obvious they hint they hint at it in in our in 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 our culture today in the shows that we watch. It's definitely hinted at too as well. Yeah, I, I'm convinced, man. Pre-mortal life, be, be in another dimension before this earth was cr- created, before we were born. In another dimension, we existed somewhere else. That's the only way I can scientifically explain it. We existed in another dimension before this one. Fucking great theories, bro. Fucking yeah, kind of kick it off, but great ideas to kick. Kind of kick it off, but cue, okay. man. What, give us the rundown. Yeah, man, let's 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 get into the current events of what's going on. Um, uh, we got a youth train derailment here in Utah, man. So what happened was, I think you were telling me that uh, sodium chloride had spilled out of this one, which is basically uh salt. So different salts and um, like the base makeup of of uh, what we use to to Deep. salt our our driveways and our roads and mm-hmm. shit. So 
that one kind of makes sense that it was uh, coming uh, out of Utah. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, still, still odd to me why so many trail derailments lately. Yeah, it so, should happen. <laughs> and uh, um, David did make a pretty good point too. It was like, so what do you guys think? Has there been a media blackout, or do you do you think he's a the normal nine to five Joe is gonna be able to find out that? You know, there's trail derailments, and one of them was in Utah, or even that there was trail derailments like East Palestine, Ohio, in the first place. <sighs> Dude, I I think it's impossible to keep up with news nowadays. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about if you do have a nine to five job, like by the time you get off work, dude, you don't want to fucking know about the news. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. Really, you just want to get home, unwind, kind of relax, you know, and just get ready for the next day. Um, I think I think the news, like I think the news, does cover a lot of shit, but there's so much, dude. There's so much out there that it's impossible to consume everything, to know everything. You know what I mean? Like before, and that's the thing in the old times, like in the nineties, like. There wasn't Netflix, there wasn't YouTube, there wasn't internet, there wasn't like all this shit. So it really was like, hey, you had the morning, nine o'clock news or eight o'clock news or whatever. And then you had the evening news and that was it. And then you had the newspapers and then you had gossip or word of mouth. So you had basically news coming from two sources, the morning and the night news. Now... We have the morning, the night, we have TikTok, we have, we have like five, six, we have like 10 different news channels that are covering all different things. Like it's, 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 it's impossible nowadays to, to do it unless you're actually looking for it. News is not going to come to you unless you're looking for it. Yeah. That's unfortunate, bro. It's unfortunate, unfortunate, man, but... That's that's not how it used to be, man. Yeah, I, I guess you could say back then we were more connected with everything. Back then. Than we are now. Yeah. Some mouse come, coming up is the CBDCs <clears throat> are finally coming into play, bro. I think this is where we're going to start seeing a takeover for control, especially where it starts... Dude, think about it. If they control money, which they do, and then they control your money, what is to stop them? United States, you know, there's a reason they really haven't tried it yet. But when it starts working in other states and they start getting a large percentage of the populace to, you know, I I don't want to say like dumbed down, but just overstimulated, just overstimulated, you know? Um, you, I think you were telling me walking about the something what happened with Wells Fargo in Chicago where they were like freezing accounts. It was Oklahoma City, bro, in Oklahoma. Uh huh. They said there was like forty thousand uh, Wells Fargo accounts got frozen yesterday. Oh shit! And some of them even like completely drained mm-hmm. funds from like multiple accounts, like at least thirty thousand of those forty thousand accounts, and then it put people in like negative, so like. People said that they went to sleep with like ten thousand dollars in their savings, woke up with negative fifteen. You know, I, I just, it's it's like one of those things, though, man. It's like I don't know, like I it was, goes to show you, bro. Numbers are numbers, bro. Yeah. Like it's a construct. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it's just you know they're just made up numbers. It only has real value. But let me let me tell you what it is. Look, I'm gonna make a prediction for everybody. This is how it goes down. Okay, check it out. Okay, it's like anything else. Okay, this cryptocurrency, they're gonna the way that they're gonna spin it off is like, oh, good citizen. Like, so if you're a good citizen, you have nothing to worry about. Then you have nothing to worry about. Then it's all good. 
However, down the road, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you down the road, they are gonna get desperate and greedy and they will fuck us over in the end. Yeah. They will fuck us over. That's always been the plan, bro. Hide out all the rest of the world goes to shit. So yeah, like right now, like okay, think about uh the the jab, right? There were people that like were making logical arguments for it, right? And it will be the same thing. There will be people that make logical arguments for this crypto. And it's fine. However, people are not going to realize like the power and the corruption that is behind it all. And so, yes, we're all going to trust the crypto. It's going to be cool. It's going to be the utopia, you know, that everybody's dreaming of, like tap and go, you know, it's like convenience at its finest, you know, but rest assured at the end, they're going to fuck us over. How are they going to fuck us over? Well, if you don't agree with it's, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, dude, there's going to be things that if you don't agree with, that's like communism. It's going to be the worst of communism. If you don't agree with the things that they're doing, maybe let's say they're killing people, right? And if you don't agree with that, well, hey, guess what? We're going to turn your $10,000 into negative $15,000. And they can do that, dude. Uh, here's some because the people are going to give them the power to do that, dude. Here's some black pill shit. Don't you think we're already doing that now? Because yes. we have to subscribe to what, all what, these terms and what conditions. We're watching, what we're watching right now is that transition, Q. Yeah. We're, we're watching it in real time, dude. That's why... I think about the cold. Dude, that's why we're at the bro. end, bro. We're we're here. This that's why this is the apocalypse, the revealing of everything. The revealing because it's all making sense now and now we see the end game. Now we're at the we are at the gates. <clears throat> we're either at the gates of hell or we're at the gates of heaven. We are at the gates, bro. I'm talking about... I'm talking about... I don't give a fuck what people think of me. I'm talking about this is the last decade that humanity survives. This decade. 2023, we have 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. We have seven years. (coughs) Humanity... I don't even know if I'm going to live seven years. I'm guessing not. But humanity, and that's like generous, dude. From everything I know with Dane Wigginton, his calculations, what they're trying to do, they're trying to cover up global warming. There are celestial events that are going to be happening pretty soon that are going to affect... The waters, the oceans. There's a reason why these motherfuckers are building dumbs. Deep underground military bases. There's a reason why these motherfuckers are going underground. In the first time, why did they go underground the first time? The Nephilim. They went under the ground because of the flood. Why are they going underground a second time? There's going to be a catastrophe. There's going to be something that happens. So, yeah, dude, that's just what I think, man. I, I hope for the best and I hope that I'm fucking wrong, dude. I hope that I'm fucking wrong, dude, but... Reality just keeps slapping me in the face, dude. Yeah, dude. Reality just keeps slapping me in the face. So, dude, I just think this crypto thing, if it's, it, it aligns with the mark of the beast, it aligns with the new world order system. If you're not with it, you're an outcast. If you're not with it, then you cannot live in the world. You cannot live in the reality in the reality. 
And it goes, we've, we, people have tasted this. People have tasted this. Uh, people who have been shadow banned, it's like, dude, if you're not, if you're not saying the things that we want you to say, and if you're saying things contrary to the things we want you to think or say, then you will not have the reach that we allow through technology. You cannot, you can no longer have reach on Instagram. You can no longer have reach on YouTube. You can no longer have reach on all of our platforms. You gotta have to do it on your own. So, and that's how kind of what it's coming down to. And will and what it will come down to in the end when it comes to food. It sounds like some demolition man shit, bro. Damn. Yeah, people are gonna there there will be a faction of rebellion. There will be God's people that rebel. As above, so below. The first time there was a rebellion, it was Lucifer and his So you angels. think we'll be the thirty three percent? Yeah, nigga, because God said what the 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 way is like it's it's narrow, bro. The path is narrow. So it's 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 a inversion, exactly. The there will kingdom. be it will be seventy percent new world order people, what like you know what I'm saying, and then thirty percent God's people, and then. Yeah, dude, it'll just be that. It'll be the rebellious people are, are going to be God's people. It'll be the total fucking inversion. Yeah, dude. Globally? Like everyone? Yeah, dude. Globally. Because it'll be a new world order. It'll be a global world order. So it'll be a global rebellion. It'll be like us on the fucking, on the walkies and shit, like Terminator. This is Utah. <laughs> Terminator. This will be like, hey, 801, Utah, nigga is responding. Who's out there? <laughs> like, hey, this is Prachi. Yeah, bro. It'll, I don't know, man, but that's what I foresee. It'll be the rebellion, dude, for sure. A rebellion, bro, and the and the rebellion will be, yeah, like how the TikTok show, bro. The new rebellion is gonna be growing your own food. It's gonna be breaking away from the matrix, bro. So who are we rebelling against? I guess that's a good question. Spiritually speaking, dude. Spiritually speaking, bro, it's a spiritual battle, bro. We're 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 basically it's about principles, dude. It's about theology. It's about philosophies. It's like it, it because what it will be is like it'll be our government, and then they're gonna be like anybody that worships like a Christian God or any kind of God. It, like you can like you cannot be part of our society. So imagine that kind of extreme. People are going to be like, yo, what the fuck? People are going to freak out. Like, there's going to be atheists too. They're going to be like freaking out. They're like, what the fuck is 2023? Uh, They're going to be like freaking out or whatever, whenever it happens. But yeah, dude. And and that's what it'll be. It'll be a battle and a rebellion against. It's not going to be against Putin. It's not going to be against Biden. It won't be against one single person. It's going to be against principles like theology. It's going to be it's going to be against ideas. It's going to be against ideas, dude. It's a war of ideas. So, yeah, dude, it's the same thing. It's like why did people rebel against the jab? Because people knew it was fucking fabricated. It was it was bioengineered. It was it was it was created to cause harm. Yeah. And so when the people think like, oh, this new world order is it is it nefarious or is it good? And you're gonna see a divide, bro, because you're gonna see people. They're gonna be like, no, this is definitely nefarious. 
And then there are going to be people that fight for it and be like, no, you, they're going to be bringing up logical arguments that like, no, this is actually good. Yeah, get ready, you guys. Get ready. There's going to be a divide. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So let me ask, man. What kind of people are behind this shit, bro? What kind of people are behind this shit? Do you Fucking weak they're people. Still, do you think they still can't consider themselves human? Yeah. yeah. But to answer your question, bro, what kind of people are behind this shit? Weak people, bro. People who think forceful power is greater than unconditional love and like gentleness, forgiveness, compassion. Friendship. Like, the people who are behind this are weak people who think, who think it's better to dominate, who think it's better to control, who think it's better to use. Like, it's just like, the, the people who are like in charge of this shit is like psychopaths, really. They're psychopaths. And what are psychopaths? To me, they're like weak people. They haven't learned. They haven't learned these lessons yet. They haven't learned that like. It's better to give than to receive. Those kinds of lessons, you know. That's what I think is like, because you think about like Klaus Schwab, you know, fucking the Rothschilds, like all these, all these fools, like they're just weak people. They're weak people that haven't learned these lessons, you know, they want to feel, dude, if they're childish, when it, when it, when it comes, when you break it down, all they want is love. All they want is to be loved. That's it, dude. But they don't get that. And so, they learn other things. So, yeah, dude. That's just what it is. And I, I, I think that's why, like... Jesus says... He, 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 he teaches this important lesson, dude. That, like... If you love people that love you... There's no... There's no progress. There's no growth. If you love people that love you, it, it's like there's nothing. He's like, but if you love people that use you, if you love people that despise you, if you love people that hate you, then there's a possibility that you can, you can change them. You can change their heart. And that possibility, if you can, just one person, that is growth. That is That one person is better than having 10 people love you. Because that's what he says. He's like, dude, if you love the people that love you or worship you, then what thank, what, what do you have? There's nothing. He's like, but if you love the people that despise you or, or use you, then, then there's, there's growth there. There's magic there, you know? And that's the thing is because, <clears throat> it's because it, it's, I like using the symbology of the heart, right? When you have a heart in heart, what does that mean? Everybody knows what that means. When you have a hardened heart, that means you're fucking prideful. That means that you're not going to listen to anybody. That means that you protect your heart. That means that you're not very, you don't like to be emotional, you know? That's what it means to have a hardened heart. Now, if I were to tell you, what does it mean to have a softened heart or an open heart? And that's like, that's a heart that's going to love. That's a heart that is not prideful. That's a heart that is like, you know what I mean? 
So, and that's the thing is like everybody has a heart. And the thing is like, well, we're just trying to, we're just trying to communicate heart to heart, dude. That's what it is. And like, what gets in the way of that? Pride. It's like, oh, like, I'm, I'm fucking, like, I'm fucking better than you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, pride, dude. Like, it's like a lot of things, and I think that's, in my experience, and I say, and I will account all the under, all the understanding that I know of God, of the universe, of spirituality, of this world, all the understanding that I know, I will benefit and give it to because I put my pride aside. I put my pride aside and I actually looked at the scenario. I, I took a step back, put my pride aside, and I looked at the situation. I analyzed it and I was like, this is the truth. This is this is the absolute truth. With my, put my thoughts, put my ambition, put my pride aside. This is what it really is. That's like, and that's how I found God, dude, is I put my pride aside and I just analyzed it. I studied why he said the things that he said. I studied why the things happened the way they happened. I studied human nature. I studied human behavior, why humans behave the way that they behave. It, it, you break it down, it's all simple. That's why the, that's why when we talk about the old ones or the, the, the primal ones, it's like always, it always goes back to the original. It always goes to the prime numbers. It always goes back to the one, the two, the three, the prime. It goes back to, it's simple. It, 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 it goes back to, when I say that, I mean like it goes back to the seven sins, the seven deadly sins, and the seven virtues. You cannot break it down lesser than that. That is the original of what that reality is, of what that construct is. That's why those are the old ones. That's why if you ever encounter any of those motherfuckers, like, dude, like, just watch out. <laughs> That's why if you ever encounter the virtue of charity, it's why if you ever encounter the sin of gluttony, like, they're powerful. They're ancient beings, dude. They're like, like Lucifer is one of them, you know? Jesus Christ is one of them. You think, what would you say Lucifer is? Pride? Pride. He, he represents pride. Yeah. And that, that goes to show again, bro. Remember how we were talking about... You, you were talking about how... Uh, you said... Lucifer could be heaven's dark angel, right? Mm -hmm. Lucifer, we need pride, bro. Yeah, Honestly. like it, it, like I said, like the ego, we need. Yeah, like the ego can be associated with pride, and we do need the ego. Without the ego, God gave us an ego. Without the ego, we aren't who we are individually. Yeah. We are, I am Jacob Mena because of my ego. You're Q because of your ego. You're David because of your ego. You're Joaquin because of your ego. We're all, we are, the characteristics of who we are, are it, it is who we are because of our ego. And then we have other things, but the ego is so, it's like one of the base it's like one of the original or the base things that, that makes us up. Like, I think there's the ego. There's like the id. Ego and super ego. Super ego, yeah. And there's like three, right? Yeah. It's the iceberg, right? Right. So that comprises of bodies of what we are. It's all necessary. Without one, it all falls apart. Yeah, if we, if we don't have one, it all falls apart. So we need all three. We need the ego, for sure. We need it, dude. Like like Kanye West said, like, dude, my last resort, my last resort was to, to take away my ego. But he's like, I needed my ego. Like, my ego was there to kind of, like, fight for me and to, like, 
also to convince me that hey I'm on I'm doing the right thing that that's what the ego is there for to do it's there for a lot of things you know it's there to fight for you to to like to say hey you're right but but also too like a smart person will take aside his ego and say hey there's a possibility I'm not the shit yeah I'm not always right yeah. so like let me consider but Let me analyze, and that's and that's why, like, yeah, you hey, like, you need to grab your ego, put them over here for a little bit, analyze, dissect, contemplate, think, criticize, meditate, criticize, okay. okay, and then once you once you've done that part, it's okay. Take your ego, bring them back in, then boom, like you know what I'm saying, like, but when we're making critical decisions. Or like, if we get in an argument, you know, the only way to reconcile or to make truth or to make it right is if I take my ego out and I and I look at the animal, I'm like, oh fuck, I did fuck up. I did say something fucked up to Q, you know, and then like bring back my ego and be like, yo Q, like I fucked up, man. Like it was my bad, bro. Like you know, and then that's how we get over it. But if you can never do that, if you can never take your pride and like. Hey, you step aside, you know, and then just analyze it and just like, oh yeah, I did fuck up. But you could also do that and be like, nah, yeah, he did fuck up. So it wasn't just me. Like, nah, he did fuck up. You could, your ego can be like, no, nah, I'm not going to apologize to that motherfucker. He fucked up. He apologized to me. Or I could continue to keep my ego on and be like, mm. but like, I value our friendship, you know? I just talk to him, Because that's where I feel like my, I think my ego takes charge, especially at work. Yeah. You already know. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes like, the, they just, those niggas, little niggas fuck up really bad. Yeah. And I'm just pissed off with them. Uh, yeah. And, and, and part of taking your ego out is putting yourself in their shoes like, yo, I made those same fucking mistakes. I was also a fucking little dumbass when I was a kid. I was also just doing stupid stuff. But, like, they're there, and I'm here now, and I can help them now. So now I can help them and teach them. But that's where that's where we need tools. We need patience. You know, we need forgiveness. We need charity. You know? It's like we're, we need those tools in order to help them. If we don't show them forgiveness, if we don't show them patience, it's not going to work, dude. They need that because it's just how it works, bro. You, you need God to give you patience. You need God to give you forgiveness. You need God to give you charity. You need it too. You don't realize it, but you just got to like think about it that way, like, Think about it like I, I told Jess like I hate to say it this way, but pretend like you're God. That's what it is. That's what having a family is. It's training you to, to be in the mindset of God mindset. And it makes you realize, oh, okay, now I understand. Yeah, God was right when he did this or he said this or he gave us this commandment. Now understand now I understand why God said these things. And like Jacob, you're a father, you know, like, you know, you have a son, you, you, you know, you know the mindset of God and like, you know, yeah, God's mindset. Like, yeah, dude. Oh you know, and, and that's how we are. And, and you realize that like, like, I don't give a fuck how old you are. You can be 80 years old. You're still a child, dude. Mm -hmm. In the, in the, in the sight of God, you're still a child. That's why he refers to us all the time as children. All the time as children. But yeah, man, I, I just think that, dude, I always think you have to take, you have to set aside your pride and put yourself in the shoes and, and think of like, see your side, see other people in this, in the way that God sees them. I'm just like, dude, you have to be patient. David, you have to be patient. David, you have to forgive him. David, let it go. David, 
he needs your hope. You can, you can get over that shit. Like, that, like, he said something mean to you, you can get over that. You know what? He's a hurt little kid that needs your help. He's saying those mean things because he's hurt somewhere, you know? Somewhere in his life he's been hurt a lot. And, and that's the thing is, like, hurt people hurt people. And that's true, dude. When you understand what that means, you understand it, dude. And healed people help people. And that's what it is, too. People that are healed, like, they want to heal other people, too. They want to help other people, too. But guess what? Hurt people like to hurt people, too. It's a chain. It's a cycle. That's how it goes. But that's what it is, man. We, we got to break those chains. We got to break those cycles, dude. You know? Like, yeah, dude. We're at 54. What do you guys think? Take an intermission. Take a break. Let's take a quick intermission, guys. We'll be back with the part two. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joaquin, can you ask Chubb if I can become PRN or do they fucking hate me? I'm back with another part two to this demonology and the inverted kingdom. We got into some great points last time. Now we'll get into the a bit of the, the thick meat. I guess you could say the um, the big booty on the Latina, if you'd like. Um, this is this is what matters here. Um, we'll start with something simple, kind of a, um, uh, like an example, if you will. Hellraiser. Have you guys seen the new Hellraiser? The twenty twenty two Hellraiser on Hulu. Yeah, bro, I've seen it. If you guys yeah, haven't, you I'm not yeah, saying well, to go on a, a website, but I'm pretty sure you could, if that was possible, find a website to pirate it. It happens. I didn't suggest it. I'm just saying it happens. Uh, so they got these Cinevites, man. These Cinevites are uh, these demons, I would say, that are uh, working for their, their quote-unquote God. Um, in solving this puzzle box to create sacrifices to summon their their god for a reward for whoever get solves the puzzle box. If you haven't seen it before, it's like a it's like an eighty three eighty four movie. Uh, it's a remake. So this one's twenty twenty two. But um, yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. These Cenobites are demons, and the ones in charge of them are called... Well, it's a she now, so she's called Pinhead. And they're trying to summon their god that's like in charge of them all. I don't even know how to explain some of the symbology in this fucking movie. But uh, we'll just start with... With the sacrifices, man. What do you think of the sacrifices? Um, dude, sacrifice is a principle that I've been trying to comprehend. Cause God, God asked for sacrifices. God asked right? for sacrifices too. It's the thing is, it's it's the concept of you cannot create or destroy energy. Yeah. So when you think of Okay, why would you require a sacrifice? There's a goal or an intention that you want created, right? Like, oh, why do people want to get famous? Oh, I'll sell my soul to get famous, right? So you sacrifice something for that intention or for that goal. And so I think sacrifice, I think sacrifice is demonized, dude. I think it is demonized. It's yeah. a demonized principle or concept. Because you need sacrifice in life, bro. You have right. to sacrifice it, some of your time to right, work. Right, exactly. You know, it, it's not bad, dude. And that's why it's demonized, bro. It's not, sacrifice is not bad. Because, like you said, like there's plenty of examples in the world. Like, for example, the most obvious one is working out. Right? What do you sacrifice when you work out? And what is the intent or the goal? Yeah. Well, the intent, the goal is for fitness, like for fitness. To right? be healthier, yeah. Be healthier or fitness results, right? Yeah. 
fitness performance, right? So, and then what do you sacrifice? Well, you sacrifice your time, you sacrifice your energy, you, you know, you, you do, it is a sacrifice, bro. And anything, anything you want to achieve is a sacrifice, right? We can use another example. Let's say you want to get good at sports. You want to be the best basketball player. Well, that's your goal and your intent, but what are you willing to sacrifice? Well, again, a commonality is your time. You're willing to sacrifice your time. You're willing to sacrifice your energy. You know, that's those are commonalities, man. And and that's that's just it's just a principle that if you're if you want to be a master at something, well then it your life is like a scale. You have to like you have to give in order to take. You have to give a little bit of yourself to you have to balance it out, you know. So that's what I think it is. That's what I, I think they try and demonize that, dude. All throughout our lives, dude, they try and demonize this this concept of sacrifice. But we know, like, that's where we first learn about it is in the Bible. Like, that's just a common concept, sacrifice. That's where we learn about it, sacrifice. That's where, you know... What was the greatest sacrifice of all time, of all history, of all the multiverse? It was Jesus, like, his sacrifice. Yeah, so that's what I think about sacrifices. It's a demonized concept or a demonized ideal. It's it's not bad or good. It's, it's what is the intent, what is the goal that makes it bad or good. Yeah, that's what I think about it, but... It, watching that movie, dude, like, yeah, dude, like, he, in the movie Hellraiser, in the new, this new one, yeah, I think, what was it, six, six uh, configurations? Six configurations. So, six configurations, that means six sacrifices that you had to sacrifice in order to open the box, in order to get to the light. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Crazy, man. I, I think... That was just kind of like the symbology is like they really just because each sacrifice is gruesome and and like gory and like so it's just demonizing yeah. the sacrifice, you know, it's just like, yeah, dude, it's like, dude, you can make it that way if you want. And then that's your, your, that's your way of looking at sacrifice, but that's not my way of looking at sacrifice, you know, like sacrifice can be looked at many other ways, positive ways Which, too. Would you say God look up sacrifice favorably or unfavorably? Favorably. Favorably. He knows. Like God. See the thing. A good sacrifice. The thing about God is like we 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 misinterpret. We misinterpret it. God is a God of strength. He's a God of like because I I told Jess we had this conversation and she living God. She said I I told her I I said look because Jess believes in evolution. And I was like, when you're talking about evolution, it's really a kick in your ass. Because I was like, look, if you think about it, think about it really hard. God is really the one that's in favor of evolution. Lucifer is in favor of not evolution. Here's why. He wants us to view ourselves as like just The apes. thing is like the technology allows weakness to keep living. It festers, yeah. What I and, and Jess when I, we talked about it, Jess understands what I mean about that. But she says you offend a lot of people by saying that. And I said, I know. But that's the the God honest truth. Just like, like natural selection yeah, like is technology allows weakness yeah. to continue to live. And what are some examples of that? Well, like how we said, we had this discussion before, David, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Like, it's a beautiful thing where you can have technology help you with your limb, or help you with your sight, or help you with something, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, however, 
would say that technology allows weakness to continue to live. And so if you really think about the concept of evolution, evolution is a simple concept. It's the strongest survive. And the strongest survive that's like god like what what god is trying to teach humanity is worth ethic it's like dude like you 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 have to put in work you have to be strong being strong means you have to put in you're not afraid to work being strong means like you're not afraid to crumble or shrink in front of evil or in front of uh, front of in front of persecution in front of ridicule strength builds tolerance towards those things doesn't it yeah exactly. strength, I just, think strength is tolerance towards that shit yeah strength yeah. is tolerance towards you know fear tolerance towards scrutiny tolerance towards yeah discrimination Pain, yeah. tolerance to cause that's all opposition and that's what that's what the dark side is is opposition and so like I said, man, it's a it's a it's a philosophical kind of discussion. But if you were to ask me, dude, I think God is in favor of evolution. Only the strong survive. Yeah. And Lucifer is in favor of well, the weak deserve to live too. And it's a debatable question, but what God is trying to say too is like, dude, you don't have to you don't have to be I don't want you to be weak. Yeah. I want you to be strong. And Lucifer's like, was like, oh, so, because like Lucifer's way, it's like, it's like convenience, luxury. It's it's all the softest things that that like it, it's all it's all beautiful, nice things, but it makes a king soft. It's like what Bane was saying. It's like, dude, like. What did he say? He's he said uh he 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 just said like oh like your your peace 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 has made you weak. It's like oh you, you haven't been to war. That that makes you weak. You're weak because you haven't fought. Your muscles are not strong. Your strength is has not been tested. Is that why humanity always uh, has most of its techni- technological advan- advancement during warfare. Because from like World War One, no, from the Renaissance era to around World, World War One, you know, we had like gunpowder being formed and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And World War Two refined it. And we have technology now that we can find niggas on the map. It's yeah, there is. The like technology that. has grown so advanced that it's no longer gun to gun combat. The combat now it's is in not, the cyberspace. It's cyber it's warfare. Cyberspace. It's 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 weather warfare. It's spiritual warfare. It's it's it, yeah. It's not. It's no longer that, dude. Did it flip on, dude? It was flipped on. It was flipped on. I just turned it off right now. Was there something that Dude, that's flipped? fucking scary as fuck. Holy <laughs> shit. Nothing here, bro. There's fucking nothing here. So far, that, podcast, no, nigga. no lie, bro. That was kind of weird, bro. Oh, that's hey, fucked. That nigga, that's fucked. I told you, bro. We threatened these demons, guys. That's fucked, bro. I still got the podcast running. I'm telling you, we threatened these fucking okay, demons. We gotta, we gotta keep going. Bro. We'll be... We'll, be, yeah, we'll pause real quick.